Welcome, everybody, to this week's edition of Coach's Corner, the first of 2014. Joined on the line with Coach Aaron Vogelai. Coach, how were your holidays? Uh, the holidays were great, Sternsy. How about yours? Hey, they were pretty, uh, pretty good, pretty good. A lot of traveling, a lot of snow, and uh, lots of uh, family time. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, an interesting year for you guys uh, as far as moving forward into the hockey season here as uh, we try to wrap up the rest of the season here. What are, you, uh, what are you guys doing moving forward here? You guys kind of took a tumble against Delaware. Uh, t how did this one start out for you guys? It sounded like you guys had uh, a rough trip up from campus. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, we had, we had a broken down bus on the side of 95 and the guys had to sit for an hour to, you know, just on the side of 95 and, and wait and wait for another bus to come pick us up. So we got a kind of a late start and kind of got to the rink just enough time to get dressed and, you know, get on the ice for a warm up. So, you know, you, you get a hockey player out of their norm and out of their routine. It, it takes its toll and the fact that it was our first you know, our first game back after break and our first game action since Penn State's game uh, over a month ago, it, it all takes its toll. So, you know, we, we definitely were not ourselves. We definitely didn't play retriever hockey in the first period. Uh, I thought it got better in the second. Uh, just unfortunate that, you know, in the first period, you know, we, we tried to go to a D to D pass, hit the referee, popped up front, and then the guy buried, a, buried the goal and we're down one nothing. Hmm. You know, in the second period, where where you know we dominated the entire second period, and they came down on a one-on-one -on -one and and uh, let a shot go, went off Drago's glove and into the net. I mean, that never happened. So we're down two nothing, hmm. and you know, we, in the third period, we we scored about a you know about two minutes into the game or into the period. Dan Armstrong had a great goal. You know, we cut the deficit the t deficit down to one, and we outshot them sixteen to two. It just they scored a four-on-three power play goal. So we just could not uh, we just could not get the puck past Joe Marshall. I thought he played absolutely fantastic for Delaware. He was he's de he was definitely the the number one star of the game. He played very well, and you know I tip my hat to him. He he he, he stopped our offensive attack. So um, you know it, it's bound to happen from time to time. You know not very often do you outshoot a team, outplay a team, and uh, and and not come out with a win. But you know it happened in this game. So. You know, we'll we'll take it as a learning experience, and we'll move on to the next game. Now, uh, how noticeable was the difference out there without your, uh, you know, uh, your big guy, your go-to guy, Sean O'Connor? Uh, I mean, what what did it feel like out there, and uh, how did that work with the combinations? And it sounded like you were missing a few more guys at that as well. Yeah, I mean, we we we, we took our lumps, you know, whether it was injury or, um, you know, we have we have a couple other issues. Uh, that we got to work around. We'll, we'll be getting at least one of them back here in the next two weeks, so we should be good to go when we go down to Liberty and Virginia Tech. But um, no, it, it's it's the way it's the way the thing goes. I mean, o OC had a great career. He graduated, and you know we wish him the best. You know, but at the same point in time, the show must go on. Uh, we got to find a way to win without him. We've done it. We've done it already this year, so we know we can do it. Um, I just, you know, you can't replace a kid like OC. So, but it's something that's, you know, when you when you stick to the systems that are at hand. I mean, I've proven, I think, over, you know, eight years that you know my system works. You know, the way the way that the way the game should be played and the way that I coach it, you know, worked at Temple. It worked for the first, you know, four years here at UNBC. No matter who you plug in, I mean. You know, you lose Fisher, we still keep winning. You know, you lose Harcherick and Post and Durkee and PJ and Ryder and Dana Becker. 
and everybody thought we were done, and yet we went to nationals the next year. So, um, you know, the the system works. You just have to buy in, and you gotta you gotta do your job, and you gotta be responsible in the defensive zone, and you gotta cycle the puck, and you gotta bury your opportunities. And we've got the personnel for it. Um, so, I mean, it, it, we're gonna be fine. I, I I truly believe that. We got a, a great bunch of kids. Um, you know, they love playing the game of hockey. They love playing it together. They love playing you know, for me and, you know, we're, we're going to do just fine. So, you know, I think adjustments have to be made, but you know, at the end of the day, it's still hockey and they're going to have to go out and they're going to have to do it twice this weekend up against a heated rival. Now you just rattled off some names that really took me back about four and a half years, almost five years ago uh, when we first started up at uh, UMBC and, uh, yeah, quite a quite a change as far as you know. Obviously, the the record numbers side with those uh, few that or some of the few that you've named there. But uh, yeah, the system has definitely you know definitely favored you guys and what you brought in from your previous experience. But uh, you know, it's, I I was just asking because you know not only was just OC missing from the roster in this game, but a few others. Uh, obviously, it was a night and day difference when you've played this team about a month. You know, just over a month before. Uh, up in your barn, I mean, obviously, with the circumstance of the bus going down and then missing some players, I, I didn't know if it, it was just, a, you know, after the holidays, people kind of getting their legs back underneath them and, uh, you know, skating off the turkey or what have you. But uh, how do you feel moving forward against uh, Temple in this big weekend coming up uh, against uh, an old foe of yours? I think we're going to be fine. I, I, I truly do, Stearns. Um you know the, the the guys regrouped after the loss to Delaware. They they realized what what we have to work on. We worked on a major thing on Monday. We're gonna work on a couple other things tomorrow at practice, and you know we're we're gonna be ready to go. Um, you know, and I, and I know Temple's gonna be ready to go. You know, they want to play us, and they want two wins to prove that they're not, you know, the 14th ranked team in the Southeast. They want a chance to try to get back into regionals after, you know, not being there for the last two years. And you know, I. I I, I, I think it's going to be a battle. I really do. Um, you know, it usually is. You know, we, we got the better of them last year on our home race, and they got the better of us, you know, and they held on at, at, in their barn. And I think it's going to be, you know, another two great games of hockey, and, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, definitely uh, talking about Temple here, it's been a team in transition over the last, uh, well, pretty much year, uh, well, two years, as you referenced the last time they were up in regionals. But, uh uh, and also making the trip out to uh, Nationals. I believe, was that two or three years ago that they went out to um, San Jose? San Jose, you guys. San Jose that was uh, it'll be three, yeah, three years, years come, the, come this March. Yeah, definitely a different team. Talk a little bit about the transition that they're going through and what you see from your perspective. Well, I mean, you've had, you've had some leadership gaps um, ever, ever since I left and Jerry Roberts took over and they had Jeff Pellis you know, as his assistant coach or co-head coach, I guess it was. Mm-hmm. And then that's when they, you know, that's when they went to regionals and that's when they went to nationals the following year. Um, you know, and then Jeff, Jeff from there, you know, had a, had a follow the program and came and, and moved down to UMBC. And, you know, it was just Jerry and a couple other guys and now it's Ryan Frayne. And, you know, they've, you know, they, they just, they haven't been able to have the same system for a while and that takes its toll on a program. So, um, I mean, they've got players. Joey Pisco's a phenomenal hockey player. They've oh, got yeah. a great, de- they've got a great defensive core. Um, you know, they had Andrew Trainer for a while, and now he's the defensive coach uh, there. I mean, they've got Patrick Hammerhand, and 
and Lombardi and Carnivali and I mean they've they, they've got some players back there and they've got this they've got this brand new kid that's lighting up their score sheet Steve Kennedy um you know, he's he's I mean I've seen him play a couple of times and he's a phenomenal talent he's probably one of the better forwards in our in our conference mm-hmm. so I mean we're gonna have our hands full trying to trying to you know keep him off the score sheet I mean I think he's got 26 or 29 goals in the year so I mean he's he's good but I mean they've they've got talent they just I don't know I I, I don't know I don't know the inner workings of him uh, I'm not involved with them anymore, but I um, mean, obviously they seem to be missing something. Do they just keep falling short or losing games they shouldn't? And losing too many of those will get you out of the rankings. And you know, you you got to beat the teams that are ahead of you, and they haven't been able to beat Maryland in a couple of years. And that's the team that ousted them last year. You know, Maryland got in. Maryland got into regionals by a vote over Temple, and you know, look what happened. Yeah, Maryland goes to nationals, and Temple yeah. Temple sits home. Well, uh, definitely uh, quite a history since uh, since you were a part of the program. And uh, now, lo- looking back at last year, you know it seems like you like to do this with the home and home against Temple. Uh, with, right now, you're currently holding a six and three record on them uh, since becoming the coach of UMBC. Um, you know, last year you guys obviously had the first game in it at home with a six to one victory, and then. Uh, things got a little bit different up there. Uh, I, if if I remember this game correctly, I can't remember how it shook out, but uh, it was a little rough and tumble one up there at Temple, and it was a 6-4 loss. But uh, what are your anticipations for this uh, this season's home-and-home home series coming up this weekend? It's almost like you had it you know, almost to a T the exact same weekend uh, in January with this home-and-home. Home. Yeah, we actually have pretty much almost the same exact second-half schedule that we did last year where we opened with you know, with Delaware, and there was another game in there for us last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually know it was a Delaware home-and-home, and then it was a Temple home-and-home, and then we went to Virginia Tech and Liberty, and we basically have, you know, the same thing this year. Um, you know, I, I expect, I mean, they, they haven't played a game yet. They, they got on the practice, you know, they got on the ice for the first time, you know, on Monday, and they'll have another one, I think, tomorrow night, and then they'll come down and play us on Saturday. So, um you know they're 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 going to have the same issues I think that we did on Saturday, and we need to be able to take advantage of it. Um, you know we need to get after them right away and get out lead. I mean we 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 play extremely well with the lead, so we need to get we need to get a, we need to put a puck in the net right away and see if we can't get after their defense and put a puck behind their goaltender and make them play a little bit more uncomfortable. Um, you know and see and see what happens. But I'm I'm sure Frame's going to have them ready to go and. I'm sure that they're doing all the things that um, Temple's always done with UMBC and telling, telling the guys how much they hate, hate us and you know how big of a rival this is and how much it would mean for if the guys came out and played a hard game up against us and you know just so he could shove it down our throats and all right I, I, I get it um, you know so I'm sure that they're going to be ready to go with all the speeches that they're getting so you know we'll see what happens. Now, mathematically speaking here, you know, uh, looking at the rankings here, you guys did move up to the number four spot, but uh, something that may affect that uh, for the next ranking period would be the loss to Delaware. Uh, moving forward with this month, I mean, obviously for you guys, this weekend is must win on both games leading up to Virginia Tech and Liberty. Uh, talk a bit about the importance and, you know, trying to uh, motivate your crew given that they are down a few players that they had on the roster last uh, semester. I know you talked about the system and buying into it, but what exactly is your message to them as uh, they finish up practice this week? Yeah, I, th- I think we just need to take everything in stride. Um, 
you know, and I think we just need to keep building on momentum. I and mean, we built on momentum in the game in Delaware, and we need to, you know, I mean, getting outshot in the first period up against them, and then turning around and out shooting them in the second period by a couple, and then out and then out shooting them by 14 in the third. I mean, I think that's that when we definitely started to get our legs, we definitely started to to play better. Um, you know, and we just need to take that forward into the game on on Saturday up against Temple and come out as hard as we finished up against Delaware. And I think we'll be fine. Um, you know, we just need to take one thing at a time. So on Saturday, we need to beat Temple. And then on Sunday, we'll have to worry about beating them again. And then the following weekend, we'll have to worry about Virginia Tech. And when that's done, we'll worry about Liberty. And if we take care of what we're supposed to take care of and we win the games that we're supposed to win and, um, and we take care of, you know, we just, we got to win the games on our schedule, plain and simple. And if we can do that, then, you know, everything else will fall into place, whether we go to regionals, we go in a huddle bid, uh, which I'm sure we're going to, we're going to go to regionals and that's fine. Um, that's kind of the UMBC way just to go to regionals and that's, you know, and it is what it is. So we'll go back down to Lynchburg and we'll go to regionals at Liberty and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll earn our spot, um, you know, by winning two games in a weekend up against, you know, some good competition, which we've done in the past. So, you know, we can do it again. Yeah, thinking back on it now, over the last four seasons you've coached with the NBC, you guys never had an auto bid. You were always either third or fourth in the rankings. Am I correct? Yep. Ugh. Correct. Man. Man. Oh yeah, man. we've had we, we've had a couple stints at one. We've had a couple stints at two. And, uh-huh. you know, just never at the end of the year. You know, usually because, you know, we drop a game like the Delaware game, you know, coming out of break. And mm-hmm. it is, you know, it, it just it is what it is. And. You know, it, it proves on how hard it is to get that, you know, that one or you know that two seed in the in the region with it, with the likes of Florida Gulf Coast or Penn State's kind of owned one of those spots like recently, and mm-hmm. Miami's always phenomenal, and you know now Virginia Tech has been has been great this year, so now they're so now they're up in the two spot, and I mean, it's going to be a battle, it really is. I mean, you've got Rowan and Liberty and Virginia Tech and us and Penn State and Miami and Florida Gulf Coast, they're I mean, there's there's not a bad team in that entire bunch. So, you know, it, some only two people get out of bids in nationals. The rest of us have to go to regionals, and mm-hmm. it's gonna. I mean, it's gonna prove to probably probably one of the best tournaments, you know, in the country is with all of those. Because then you're gonna throw in Toledo, and you're gonna throw in right now Delaware and Maryland, and Bowling Green's knocking on the door, and they're no slouch. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you're gonna see whoever's gonna be in Lynchburg that weekend is gonna see eight great teams and. You know, some really, really good hockey. Uh, I might have to clear my calendar, but I think my pregnant wife might actually get upset with me. Yeah, knowing knowing your wife's turns, there's no <laughs> chance we see you there. Sorry. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm getting a look. I'm sure through the oh. back of my head. <laughs> oh, there's no doubt. She she heard you're going away and went wait wait a second. What? I'm what already did you just say? yeah. I'm already pushing it with coming down to call the Virginia Tech game down there in Roanoke. Yeah. <laughs> There's no doubt that dog's already clearing a space next to it, next to it, next to him in the doghouse for you. Oh, so don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah, he and I are going to share the same bed, I'm sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's all right. I do it. I do it every night. Don't worry about it. <laughs> all right. I know this is probably going to end up being one of the shorter podcasts, given that we only have like obviously the one game to talk about, but the big weekend to talk about ahead here. I think we've exhausted it here. But any final thoughts before uh, you take on Temple in a home and home? No, I mean the, the, this this weekend's always full of emotions, whether it's being from the coaching staffs or. Um, I mean, Palace played with these two, 
Um, he could also coach them. And, you know, I've obviously coached trainers since he was in, you know, ninth grade and mm-hmm. coached, I coached Frayne for three years. So, you know, they know me and I know them and, you know, it's going to be, I'm sure it's going to be emotionally filled. I mean, we have an ex player of ours on their team in Kurt Nose. And, uh, you know, he, he, there's no love lost for, you know, for, for us from him. That's for sure. I mean, he, he, he hates us. So, you know, he, he, but he, he always comes and plays hard and, you know, so I'm sure that the hitting's going to be hard. The it's going to be a fast-paced game. The goalies are going to have to be at their best because I mean, Mullen's going to have Atkinson and Bloom and Tracy and Sadler and everybody else on our roster, and you know, and Mullen's and, and you know, Drago's going to have to deal with Kennedy and Pisco and Malinowski and Brewer and everybody else on their team that can put the puck in the net. So. You know, there's, I mean, anybody can win these games, especially when it comes down to rivalries, and it doesn't matter that the rankings are 4 and 14. It's going to be a 1 2 matchup or a 3 4 matchup, and, you know, it, it's going to be some good hockey. And it's, uh, I just hope that, you know, everybody keeps their, keeps all the emotions in check and it just and it remains hockey because that's, that's the most important. You know, you, you don't ever want to see anybody get injured in these kind of games, and you just want to see good, hard fought battles and, at the end of the day, somebody's going to win, somebody's going to lose, and you know you can just hope that you know you come out on the winning side. All right, sounds good. And uh, of course, I remind everybody out there that we'll have Saturday's game, and uh, it's a two thirty game. Uh, it is not, two o'clock or two o'clock. I beg your pardon. And uh, it's not at its normal time at four thirty. So be sure to tune in at crossicefeed.com for the live play-by-play action. And um, yeah, so. Quite a big weekend coming up for you, Coach, and uh, wish you best, uh, the best of luck, and uh, we'll catch up with you afterwards. Thanks, Stearns. I appreciate it. All right. For Coach Aaron Vogelai, I'm David Stearns saying take care, everybody. We'll see you on Saturday, and as always, don't stop believing. Take care.